Welcome to today's episode of The Growth Zone. I am Christian Bartsch. What is the core benefit of listening to this show? Business leaders in corporate and privately held companies gain insights into trends and strategies that provide them with a competitive advantage in the marketplace. Each episode focuses on areas such as marketing, sales, innovation, or funding that is absolutely critical to the growth of companies, whether they are startups or corporate global players. Where management needs to juggle the challenges of market entries or knowing how to navigate the uncertainty of disruptive developments, mind feeding is where clarity evolves and helps solving organizational challenges. For those who listen to the entire episode, I have a special surprise gift. I'm also working on some great guests that are industry leaders in management, innovation, and marketing. And we will be talking in the future much more about the important trends that are affecting the way we manage our companies in the demand to being sustainable, more environmentally and socially friendly, and becoming more empathic leaders. So let's get started on today's topic. So in today's episode, we are going to look at how to increase your hourly rates and transition to selling packages. Now, the tricky thing is, actually there are several tricky things in this whole game. Um, on the first hand, you have to increase your rates and eventually you have to start selling packages instead of selling your time based on hourly rates. Now, the thing is, people often deliver too much for hourly rates and they deliver as well far too much for packages, which means eventually they oversell and over deliver or they undersell and over deliver. The thing is, uh, you have to get a balanced out. Of course, having a good positive attitude towards delivering your services to your clients is a good thing. Nevertheless, there is a limit to what you should deliver. And the problem is, that sometimes clients test you out and notice they get more from you and they try to pull more out and each time they get more from you and more and more for free. And you having practically all the time this bad conscience or bad feeling that you owe them more. Although you already over, over delivered, even at the beginning when you over already created your service or product or whatever you did and delivered and installed it customize it, explain, create all kinds of other material and so on. Whether you're delivering a SaaS product, a service, a software, and a phone system, or if you are your marketing agency and you're providing funnels and online marketing service and so on and so on, there's a limit what you can deliver for the money you're getting. And it doesn't matter whether you're living in Europe, North America, or Asia, Africa, it doesn't matter, yeah? And it doesn't matter even if it's, let's say you're in Australia and you're selling services to somebody in the UK. It doesn't matter. If you over, over deliver, 
eventually the person will be able to pull all the time and the end result for you you're bleeding every day and you can't pay your bills you create huge costs for yourself or you're hiring more and more people but you are not becoming profitable or you were profitable and now suddenly you're making losses and the first thing you say great i've made a huge deal and i'm making money and i increased my revenue but suddenly there's no money coming in anymore because you're so busy with this client that he is literally making you bleed for that sale that you made with him so let's start from the beginning let's say you are starting a new company whether you're a marketing agency, you're delivering IT services, you're selling a software, a SaaS service, doesn't matter. Now, let's say you start with $10 per hour. You think, oh, I, I need to learn first my stuff. I know some stuff, but I have to get experience. Okay. Then maybe after a quarter year, half a year, you notice, oh, I'm actually quite busy now. I'm getting more and more stuff, more traction, and you increase it to $20 per hour. Most of your clients will at that price still accept it because you might think the price attracts a certain kind of client. Certain clients will not buy at $10 or $20. They consider you being too cheap, low quality, because otherwise you'd be paying, you'd be charging, let's say, $100 per hour, $200 per hour, doesn't matter. So you increase, increase. So you can increase every half year, let's say 50%. So from $20, $30, $40. And then you crash the next level, let's say $40, $50 or so. That's the first break where you then will experience you are losing clients. Oh, some of my old clients that have been with me for weeks and months and so on, and I've been giving me some small jobs here and there. Suddenly they're not giving, I have become too expensive, but I need it because I maybe found out I need this tool and those tools and this system and that system. And I've maybe done some online courses and so on, and that all costs money. So I'm increasing my quality, my experience, knowledge, as well as my abilities. But these clients do not value all these expertise for 20 or $50. It's still cheap, but if you're already charging $50, $60, then some of them will say, well, it's not really worth for me because I don't need that much and uh, I'm just small, I don't need it. The thing is, you need it. You have to increase your rates. So eventually you increase maybe to $80 or 80 euros, doesn't matter. <clears throat> so that's the point where you start getting some small, medium-sized companies who have maybe three, five to maybe 10, 20 employees. And eventually, years go by, you increase to 130, 150, and you reach the next breakpoint. Next breakpoint is about 130, 150 dollars, euros. And it, it's a numbers game, because in these currencies, you have a certain level, and People relate to it. Now, reality is there's as well a second part of our economy, and that's things that is happening outside of our business that doesn't directly have to do with our business relationship with this client. So, for instance, um, things are getting more expensive. 
living costs are increasing, rent is increasing, fuel is increasing, and so on. And now, especially times like now, where everything is likely increasing by 15, 25 percent, 50 percent, 100 percent. I've seen different kind of services increase uh, rates by 100 percent. You think what crazy? It is possible. So why shouldn't you? Now the thing is, your client will as well be noticing that other services are increasing. So the level, of course, will increase what he presumes to be the right price. Now there's a little issue. This client has to as well increase his rates, his revenue, in order to get a new level again, a new balance. If he cannot or does not, then there's a big problem happening there for you because he will see that all the other services, products, purchases, whatever he needs for his business, he cannot avoid. But he would think he can avoid you. So what does he try? He tries to push you down. So instead of you increasing your rate, you try to reduce your rate. He will not necessarily go and say, well, I'm going to take uh, less of your services. No, 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 no. He wants to have, still have the services, but he wants to have them cheaper. And some of the stuff you can experience, and some of you might have seen it as well, sometimes you do a nice good deal and uh, you've had your fixed rate you haven't actually increased and maybe you're at 130 150 and suddenly afterwards this client has asked for many many extras and then starts complaining and says i want a 30 percent discount <laughs> what yeah because your initial offer uh, of course was much lower hmm okay but he wanted many 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 other extras and of course Doing more work and delivering more extras costs more time. That's the thing. If you have a package, in contrast, then you have to clearly define borders what is in that package included, which means you have to complete the package and then sell a new package. That's not so easy because, of course, from the very beginning, you set the price and that's a high buying level because, of course, the client will then eventually change his mindset. But before we get that, so you have these clients and you're increasing your rates. You have to as well increase. And maybe at a certain point you say, well, everything has become so much more expensive, I have to increase my rates. And even if you maybe have got some freelancers working for you or employees, they will as well need salary increase, rates increase. They might even increase the rates and say, if you don't pay me that, I just won't work for you. And then plenty of other companies will need my service, my expertise. So you have to increase your rates. You have no other option. And that's where things become a little bit tricky. You have to start increasing your rates. So you're going to break through that threshold. And it depends on what kind of services you are delivering. But some services, you might actually be able to charge 220 and when you've charged these systems, the services, and you do everything right, what is necessary, because, of course, the higher your rates, the more paperwork you eventually will need in order as well to protect yourself. Now, the thing is, you will notice as well that clients that are willing to pay 220 have a higher expectation. But 
they're as well more professional because otherwise they couldn't afford 220 rate. The same thing is if, if you're a lawyer, the same thing as well. You're starting out and maybe you're charging um, $120 per hour. Eventually you have $200, 300, 400, 500, 800, $900. If you can build up the value and you have your expertise built up, it doesn't matter if you're a lawyer, a carpenter, a painter, a graphics designer, a programmer, a forensics guy, IT service guy, it doesn't matter. If you can deliver the value that matches the, the, the rate that you're charging, you can have a high chance that your client will, of course, be willing to pay that. At the same time, you must ensure that yourself as well, you work on your outer appearance, which is necessary so that you are not only credible by what you're doing and what others are saying about you and how you perform, but as well how they perceive you at the first contact point, when they get to meet you or when they call you or when you send them an email or proposal and so on and so on. There are lots of different things that you can start with small little things and eventually you can automize and, and improve things, make it more efficient. But as you see, there's a little bit more than just saying, I want $10 more. The game becomes more difficult over time. And yeah, you can charge $400. Yeah, no problem. $450, $600, doesn't matter. The key thing is you need to realize that with each breakpoint, which means when you increase your rate, there's a certain part where there's a breakpoint. At that position, you're going to lose clients. Now, don't go screaming and crying and, and being totally scared hiding in a corner you just need to wait and that's a crazy thing you need to wait because as you increase your rate and you use the time to increase as well the value and the perceived value that you're delivering and how you are going out to the world with your new offer you are building as well a new confidence level and this confidence level is going to attract clients who are willing to pay above that breakpoint so let's say you've got now, you're charging now 130 per hour. So you must think, okay, who are the clients who are going to pay this kind of rate? Maybe there are companies that have maybe 10 employees or more. And whatever you're doing for them, it must be something that is for them valuable, they need it absolutely, to be successful, to survive, to be safe, and so on and so on. And not getting your services must cost them more money because maybe they have to hire somebody or they get somebody who doesn't do the work properly and then it costs them more, they get fines or they're sued or other things, doesn't matter. Because you get people all around the world can do a task but if they don't do it properly because they haven't got the skills and knowledge experience that you have, they will make a mess of it. And the client usually is the one who gets hurt. Of course, the other one gets his hurt because he loses that client. But uh, reality is you have to increase your value. And you increase as well your mindset and you decide as well who are the clients I want to work with. Because 
as you might have read in the in the comments of the of the episode at the beginning when you start a business you think you have to do lots of things uh, you sort of are willing to uh, get your hands dirty yeah let's say you are doing it service so of course you go under people's tables you connect network cables and so on and you you get up and think oh my hands are dirty and everything but when you get paid you'll be happy i've paid for my hard labor but what if eventually one day you're not crawling on a table you've done of course a lot of paperwork and so on and so on and so on and you invoice your client maybe 250 euros 250 dollars per hour but the thing is the package that you sold them or the the, the invoice is 42000 and that's revenue you generated within one week you alone you yourself and you think wow it's possible and i mean by that there's no other extra costs included like buying material and other stuff no no pure labor revenue and pure labor revenue is a fantastic thing when you eventually turn it from low rates to high rates to high value and to high value niche and that's the thing because you then as well decide where do i get these clients you have to start thinking where do i promote where do i advertise how do i let my website look like maybe i have to go and get outside advice i did that as well as a certain time i went and got a business coach and a marketing coach and that and he showed me how to do things he went and got some of his um other coach company other companies he had coached and went and told them hey go do this and this for this guy and he did my uh, visiting cards my website and another guy did my voiceover for my pbx and so on but people would call me and this nice voice of a lady would say oh nice that you're here uh, we're looking forward to having a conversation with you and so on and so on but these things i didn't have at the beginning at the beginning it was simply <laughs> maybe a simple voice box from a cheap phone that costs maybe 20 dollars, and that's the thing of course you start out with something and often it is very basic but you gradually increase you generate money you survive you invest in your company you don't invest in luxury and saying oh now i made uh let's say a thousand dollars revenue now i'm going to buy a champagne bottle for two hundred dollars and get drunk stupid that that would be absolutely silly so you increase the revenue and increases well the quality of how you perform things and how you do your services at the same time you're building experience as well how you're doing the business how you're having conversations with clients and like recently i was explaining to a new startup a lady who was start, wanted to start a business and I explained how you have to listen to what your clients are saying on the phone or your potential clients and some people are just not your clients and you must not let others pull you or scam you by letting you work for them for free or at an extreme high discount because in the end you're working for free and your landlord your grocery shop 
your petrol station, so on, they are not giving you anything for free. They're not going to let you fill up your tank for free. They're not going to let you live for free in their house. They're not going to let you eat all the groceries for free. No, even Amazon doesn't give you anything for free. They want you to pay a subscription and so on. Now, think of it. You have to value your own self-being. And that changes then as well your mindset, how you start thinking about things. So if you eventually manage to know how you can package a service that you're offering and you can really clearly describe it in words and as well in writing, that's most important, in writing, what the service includes, what are its limitations, so that the client cannot go and say, yes, but this was included and this included. It's like as if you go into a restaurant and you book a pizza and at the end you say, well, but the ice cream was supposed to be included and the drinks were supposed to be included and uh, my taxi drive back is as well supposed to be included in, in a $5 pizza. Um, how? No way. But if you let them, they will go and try to do that. And that's the thing. You have to protect yourself. And there's, of course, a certain amount of learning curve. You will you will make mistakes. You will lose money at the beginning. Nevertheless, you have to speed up your own way of increasing your risk mitigation. Because selling packages as well is risky. But if you do your homework and you continually learn and improve and optimize your offers, your contracts, all the other thing, kind of paperwork, how you negotiate, how you educate your potential clients about what you do and what you don't, then you have a high chance to expand your business and move fully towards packages. And one good thing as well, you can increase your rates, but you're not increasing your hourly rates in reality increasing the revenue that you're pulling in and are able to scale. Because then you can as well hire more people to do the work instead of you doing the work. But that only works if you do all your homework. So in the next episodes, we'll be talking about other kind of aspects so that you can understand how you connect every little dot together to not only increase your rates, earn more, have less issues with clients who don't want to pay you or who uh, demand discounts afterwards or other kind of uh, unpleasant notions. And that's the thing, whether you are running an enterprise, whether you are running a subsidiary or you have uh, started a startup, you're a one-man person, one-lady person business, doesn't matter. You're a freelancer, graphics designer, lawyer, whatever. It doesn't matter. Many, many of the things that we learn whatever profession we are, they teach us how to do the work that we are selling, but they don't teach us how to market it, how to sell it, and in particular as well, how to negotiate a deal with this client so that we build recurring revenue. And that's the most difficult thing, building recurring revenue and selling to the right clients. That is a really scary thing because there will be clients out there you will eventually notice, I shouldn't sell to them. And sometimes you think, they're okay, I can sell. 
later on you notice suddenly, I always thought they were great. And that's when you notice, well, hmm, my perception of their attitude towards business, I thought that was ethical, but it isn't. When they don't need you anymore, they treat you like muck. And that's where you shouldn't go and let them do that. Otherwise, they will push you and let you do their dirty work for nothing. So, see you soon, or hear you soon in the next few episodes. So, after you've heard the current episode, I would like to just um, make a few remarks. So, you've been listening to all the different episodes that I've been publishing, and I've been giving you quite some nice advice here and there. I've had some guests that you might have listened to and thought, hmm, that's really interesting, and I should do this, I should do that. And okay, I've made a list, but how do I do it? Now, that's a tricky thing. I went to many courses over the last, let's say, 30 years or so, whether it was an IT, marketing, backlink, marketing, uh, SOE, Google advertising, and so on and so on. There are so many things you can learn. It's crazy, especially if you are not a marketing agency, but you have a small business, medium-sized business, or you've just bought a company. And you think, okay, I have to take it over and have to improve the marketing. I want to increase the revenue and so on. It can be quite tricky. There are different areas. So we have to, of course, at the beginning, focus on one platform where we're going to do our marketing and sales activities. So the first platform, especially if you are in B2B, which means you are selling services or products to companies, you should go and Focus on LinkedIn, not Facebook, Meta, TikTok, and so on. That's no point. Yes, there are people there who are usually working as well in companies who might be your buyers. But in this case, I would say you're wasting your energy and your resources. So best thing and the simplest thing, if you want to get started properly, is focusing on LinkedIn and building up your profile, your content, and all these things. Now. I released recently a book based on all the stuff that I've been doing myself, that I've shown as well other entrepreneurs how to get it done. Because the thing is, you can spend so much money on people telling you, you have to do this and you have to do that, selling you courses, selling you uh, all sorts of crazy stuff. I once had a marketing agency. They sold me a service where the Artificial intelligence was supposed to get me more leads than I was getting now ready on, on Google Ads. And it was supposed to cost me less. The end result was I didn't get a single lead. Of course, then I didn't make any sales, but the cost actually increased. And I compared it with my campaign that I was running at the same time for a different uh, region. And I was doing fine. Eventually, I had to kill that contract and do it myself as well for that region. And my numbers were then suddenly totally different. So that's interesting when you think about Sometimes people are selling you stuff that's just for the advantage of them. There are plenty of great marketing agencies out there. 
who can do a really good service for you. And I've used some of them. And they're great people to work with and deliver value and as well a great revenue. Some of them, I would even say, when they touch something, it becomes gold. But even they have the limitation. And if they cross the limitation border, there's no revenue return. Or let's say no return of investment. And that's how I think. Nevertheless, this book, it's called Social Marketing. Reaching your audience so they can buy from you with trust. Trust is very important in the buyer situation. And, and whether you sell online, on the phone, um, whether you're selling in person somewhere, you're on a stage or you're selling, uh, you've met people and then you're selling them through Zoom or Teams or whatever kind of platform, it doesn't matter. If you do not have their trust, it doesn't matter what you're selling, whether you're selling boots, stickers, um, models, aircraft, computer servers, phone systems, insurance policies, it doesn't matter. You are not going to generate enough revenue to survive. So this book, uh, you can get it on Amazon worldwide as paperback, ebook, of course, and hardcover. You can get it in the US, Canada, Australia, Germany, all over Europe, even Australia, even printed in Australia, which is awesome thing. And uh, let me tell you just the ISBN. I'm going to put it as well in the comments because some of you might get it wrong. Last time I, I did as well, number the wrong number. So the ISBN code for the edition 2022, because I keep updating it every year, it's 9798488600. Nine nine zero seven. Social marketing, reaching your audience so they can buy from you with trust. Simple to identify, black cover at the front, at the top you see a social media icons and um, yeah, there's a variety of other extra material I created as well. I have added as well as an add-on that you can get as well from Amazon, a social media planner makes it easier to to be a bit consistent because if you start doing these things and you don't have the space to have like whiteboards and all the things you lose track it's normal you can't otherwise avoid it so the planner is nice and easy it's a letter format a4 format demanding where you order it and then you can nicely fill it out this as well a smaller version as well a pocket version which i like as well because you can always take it with you and if you're traveling you can you always find space. Now, this book is, is actually quite heavy. Um, and that explains as well, step-by-step, step how to do these things, not only what you have to do, but how and why. That's so important. People keep telling them, hey, you have to do this and you have to do that, and, and then they show you flashy stuff, and they don't actually explain, explain why. Now, this book has 252 pages. Crazy crazy when I think of it, how much stuff. And it's really filled. There are no white pages. At least I don't see any here. And yeah, lots of screenshots, pictures, and I've as well marked where you have to click on things, make it much, much easier for you. I firmly advise you, if you want to do these things sincerely and properly for yourself, get yourself the paperback because what I usually like, I, I take these um, sticker markers 
you know, these stickers that are different colors, and then I stick them in the books. I'm reading at the moment a book about cybersecurity, and there I mark as well different pages like that. And it's for me easy as well to find things. And on these stickers, you can write as well some codes and so on. Makes it a bit easier to keep track. And the paperback is printed in grayscale. The, the hardcover is color. So if you want to have color and see the pictures in color, then spend a few dollars more and you'll get the, the color version. Um, of course, you can go and get the paperback and then afterwards uh, the ebook if you want to see exactly how the stuff looks in, in color the ebook is well an alternative but um i would take foremost the, the paper version just easier as well to make marks in it and you can remark or put a paper in and helps you to keep focused so use that it should make things much easier for you because um, the book really shows you how to do the things why what to look out which mistakes to avoid and then you can do it all by yourself and yeah i'm applying all these things are in the book as well i'm showing as well some advanced thing because at a certain point you change your strategy but that's all shown in the book <clears throat> and just do it simple when you think of it it's, it's crazy i think the book costs i think it's 20 dollars or $19, $25, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> um, the paperback, the hardcover is more expensive, of course, different print. But uh, yeah, so enjoy it. Get it on Amazon online. You can get it otherwise. Um, Barnes & Noble has it as well in the US. I think Waterstones in the UK has it and some other um, retail. Otherwise, with the ISBN code, you can as well go to a local bookshop and um, order it to them when you have the ISBN. But the easiest thing, go on Google or look as well on my profile website. I've got meetchrisbarch.com. There you will find as well all the other books. I added, and I'm adding some more books step by step and some little guides that I use as well for myself, time planner and things. Makes life easier. You don't have to reinvent everything, but I like adjusting them so that it fits more to the way I do it. And it's, I think, more convenient. Fits. So just go and get the book and, yeah, work through it. Put marks and get yourself for a good start. And even if you've already started your business, increase the level how you look at and how you let others perceive you. You will notice it increases you, your outgoing way and saves you a lot of pain tire kickers and all the other things that you dislike in those platforms means if you approach it professionally in all kind of matters you have less of those issues but you have to keep to it simply follow the guides and the tips and so on in the book it's 252 pages you can't go wrong it's a lot of text took me a long time to write but yeah um, I have some friends in, in Toronto as well who are using it and uh, in UK, South Africa and so on. They're all applying it and, and quite happy because they just need the book. And if they have some questions, of course, you can ask me. But I think the book answers it pretty well. Yeah, you could do it all by yourself. So see you or hear you soon and have a great day. 
I hope you enjoyed today's edition of The Girl Zone show with Christian Bartsch. Thank you for listening. Please leave a review or rating here on iTunes or on podchaser.com. If you found the content helpful, then share it on social media, please. I would like to invite you to follow our show so that you don't miss the upcoming interviews with leaders in the market. Simply visit the website meetchrisbarge.com. I will be adding the link into the description of this episode so that you just need to click on that link. On my website, you will also find the links to free templates. If you're looking for the books I have published on marketing, innovative technology, and sustainable business strategies, just simply click on publication to find my book list. The world is constantly changing in response to trends and events. As a business leader, you need to bypass the sandbanks that can hurt your performance. For those of you who are signing up to follow the show, I have reserved a few copies of my ultimate guide on content marketing and an ESG-compliant cheat sheet. This is the strategy that got me top corporate clients like McDonald's, Linde, Hewlett-Packard, Deutsche Bank, Volvo and many others. That strategy has been working for over 10 years and also got me contacts with police, transport authorities, military and several universities and even leading research institutes. For sure, it also worked wonders as it got me many small, medium-sized enterprises and international clients around the world. The link to sign up to our free broadcasting service and the guide is at meetchrisbarch.com. That will give you access to the most recent versions of my ultimate guide on content marketing. You can follow me on Twitter by using the Twitter handle capbarge. It's spelled C-A-P-B-A-R-T-S-C-H. Yes, that is C-A-P-Barge or spelled Charlie Alpha, Papa, Bravo, Alpha, Romeo, Tango, Sierra, Charlie, Hotel. 